What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the PlayStation Drive here on Carpool Gaming. My name is Matt, and I'll be your driver for today's events. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself. What? What did I do? I was driving. Is, is that what you were? Is that what I you was were driving? Doing? That's driving. No, that's yeah. driving a car. Like this? <laughs> <laughs> like 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 this? That's how you just don't don't keep doing it. You're the one liking to do it. I was looking at you and I got so distracted so fast and I was like, "What?" Is, I'm like, "See, brushing his uh, teeth." I didn't even realize. See, you're just mines in a gutter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as always, joined by the supreme. See, Steve. Thank you. What was that gesture? Thank you, Steve. Uh, exactly. Come on. Uh, I'm joined as always by the driving <laughs> supreme here, court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalonde. What's up, Court? That's good. Is that better down here? That's, sure. <laughs> like you could do like this, you know, like. Yeah, Dude, there you why go. Why did you drive a car like that? I drive a car like that. Open palm. All right. You're one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, it was uh, it was a weekend. I had to uh, watch my niece mm -hmm. by myself with my daughter for five hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a mm -hmm. lot. It's a yeah. lot. I, parents who have two kids, I salute you. Salute to the parents who have two kids. But um, well, I'm, I'm, I hope you had fun. Anyways, I, I'm with you, dude. It, it has was definitely a weekend. Uh, it, lots of stuff happened, and lots of stuff didn't happen. Like my dog got skunk last week, so that was a whole endeavor this past weekend trying to get the skunk uh, smell out of the house. There's a question about this. We'll talk about it more later. Um, <laughs> but we got to clean the garage because on this week's episode, we have a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to be talking about, including Assassin's Creed Mirage, PlayStation Plus for August, and a whole lot more. So strap in. But if you're watching us right now on YouTube.com/slash carpool gaming yeah you threw me off <laughs> make sure you like subscribe and share leave us a comment folks the comments always help it helps us reach new people all over around the world which we appreciate very very much so leave us a comment say something cool being like uh court drives the car so well i hope he does that at nights in the middle in, in alleys and in random places um <laughs> if you have if you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice head to their Follow, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We have more stuff coming in the next couple of months. There will be more giveaways and other fun stuff. So please make sure you're locked in and paying attention because there's much more coming. And of course, if you have extra bucks to toss our way, please head to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and tip your driver. Toss in those bucks and out comes a cornucopia of content for you to consume. Like I said, we have so much coming. So make sure you're subscribed for all the fun stuff. Without further ado, my dude, we've been playing things. There's yeah, been games. Yeah, I actually have been. There's been, oh, you actually have been. You're coming out of the funk. No, feeling no, a bit still, better. I'm still in the funk. No, nope, I'm still just, in the funk. I, I just played. What'd you play? Five, six hours of, okay. of one game. And? But back to turning everything off. Actually, sorry, I played Dreamlight Valley with my daughter yesterday, but that was different. nice. Yes, you did. Uh, I have been playing, thanks to our friends over at PlayStation Canada, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on PC. Okay. Game looks beautiful. The game is just amazing. Uh, Nix's does the. Uh, PC port, just, I'll, I'll say this for the last time, PlayStation, just have them do all of them, okay? Right. No one else, just them, stop it with everybody else, I, and also this, figure out a way to make it so every time I plug in my DualSense, I don't have to go to my settings on my PC to change this, the speaker, because for some reason, the DualSense controller takes over as the speaker on your PC, and right. you know what? I should do a short on that, because you that is just absolutely bonkers on how you have to like go to your settings click on the screen and then make sure that the speaker is no longer because automatically when you plug in a dual sense controller it becomes the speaker for your pc yeah and you can't 
like undo no, that. No, you can't. Like you can't. Uh, you have to change it almost every single time. It's you can't change the default. Bonkers. That's so annoying. It's so annoying. So there's got to be a. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Like a launcher or something for PC for PlayStation, <laughs> so you can have this as a save setting. But um, the game I have an SSD on my okay. PC, but obviously, and I, I Matt knows this. Obviously not good enough because, yes, when you go through the portals, it is not as smooth. So I cannot come off and say that this is the definitive version of this game because I still think it looks better on my PS5 on my OLED and plays better on my PS5 on my OLED than it does on my PC. I have a 3070, which is – I know it's not the best, but it's not a bad one. Uh, I have an SSD, and I have it running at 4K60. Okay. The game looks great. I just think that it plays and looks better on my PlayStation. But for people that are in the PC world, like I know I know my brother bought it. Um, he's really enjoying the game. So I'm glad that PlayStation is putting games on PC. If you haven't played this game and you have a PC, buy this game. So you're it saying is one you, of the best. It's one of so the best games on PlayStation. If you don't have a PS5, this would be a good way to play it. 100%. It's not a bad way and I'm and I've seen videos um Digital Foundry did one. If you have a better SSD, then it'll you won't see the load times, but it's like right. what'll happen is Ratchet'll go through all those port the rifts. Mm-hmm. And the the first little bit he's fine, and then when I have to go with like the third one, it's it like chugs. I have okay. no issues when I'm going through like you know how you can go in through a rift behind an enemy so you can get in behind them. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. instant. Going real fast. Okay, but so when that I well. when I go through the, the opening scene, for instance, when you're going through a whole bunch and you end up in that new world, yep. um, it had some issues. Sometimes it didn't. Sometimes all of a sudden mm. Ratchet would just slow down and then he would go through the rift, which, you know, it is what it is. Um, I kind of wish, to be totally honest, when they brought this game out, they put on the PC specs like straight up, like here's the SSD you need for this game. Okay. Because I love the experience when I first played this on the PlayStation 5. I was blown away that you were able to do what you do and going through these riffs. Mm-hmm. And now I see it. I'm like, yeah. I, I even saw people all over the internet saying, well, you can play it on anything. And you can play it off this and it'll still work. I'm like, yeah, with the rift part. Like the experience you get on the PS5, you can't get that on PC unless you have a better PC, I guess. I need a better PC. You need a better PC. I, I do too, man. I feel you. Like it's, it's a game that uh, I'm planning to check out on Steam Deck. I haven't had an opportunity to as of yet. Yeah, we're I'm just curious. trying to try and sign Matt into my my Steam account. Like, yeah, because because I'm curious about how it runs on on the go. Um, I've heard I've heard good things. Um, so I'm kind of curious to, to hop in and get some hands on time with it to see um, you know, how it works on deck because that's pretty much been Ooh, my go to. How it works on deck. There's a show. There's a show. How it works on deck. <laughs> that's good dude i'm glad you've been enjoying it i'm uh, you know i'm sure that you'll continue to wade your way out of your funk um as for myself i'm just i've all i've been playing is cold steel 4 that's the only thing that's been taking up my attention i'm just like in act three out of the three acts and then a finale so i'm getting towards the end and just like i put an article in our discord uh kind of celebrating the series that somebody wrote and i'm blanking on who it was now so apologies but it is uh it's just kind of going over like the monumental accomplishment that is the series and how it's basically taken all of these you know different characters from across the continent and putting them together now finally i'm so excited to get into reverie um again shout out to nis america for providing a review code uh, i'll definitely have a lot more thoughts on that soon uh, but i need to get to cold steel 4 first like this is truly one of the best 
RPG experiences out there, the way that these stories come together, the emotional maturity within them, and just how good everything is here. These characters are incredible, and like these massive, massive moments that I've been getting through Cold Steel 4 now, I've just been so excited. Um, I'm really, really enjoying it, and I can't wait to continue with it. But without further ado, my dude, we have a bunch to talk about this week. But very quick, before we get into the nitty-gritty of, of the news, I have to bring this up because over the course, I think it was on Friday, actually, the Spider-Man stuff went live. The controller, the plates, the console, it all hit pre-orders. I managed to get the plates and the controller. Court, what about you? I got the plates and the controller. Uh, nice. I wasn't going for the console. No, me neither. Uh, I was I felt bad for the rest of the retailers because Amazon kind of jumped the gun. And mm -hmm. Steve Vari, yes, I see your tweet. I, I love you and hate you at the same time. Um, he's already clipped that. What Matt was thinking was funny. It is already. <laughs> been um, I got the controller. I think the controller looks unbelievable. I'm debating whether or not to cancel my plate pre-order. Really? So here is the reason. They look great. I love your idea of just putting them up on the wall. Mm -hmm. I think that is an amazing idea. It's just, as you know, I've committed already the cardinal sin. Stop it. Stop it, Matt. Stop it, Matt. Stop it, Matt. I'm having a conversation here. All right, take it out. This is a PG show. Okay, okay, okay. It's gone. I have Go committed on. the cardinal sin of putting my PS5 underneath the desk. So it mm -hmm. is mounted and it is now horizontal. I can't see the plates. Right. So I'm with you, dude. That's I, the thing. So I'm just like, the controller looks unbelievable. Like, I really like the look of the controller, and I really hope. We have a question later, so we'll go more into depth and do um, the peripherals. But I'm debating whether or not to either first ask the community, see if anybody didn't get a pre-order on the plates, and see if they want my pre-order, mm -hmm. or I cancel them because I won't be able to see it. Yeah. See, I'm with you too, because mine is my PS5 is in an entertainment unit, so I don't see them either. But I know I would hate myself if I didn't get them. Like for me, it's Spider-Man. It's like, it's, it's the one of the, probably the game I'm most looking forward to this year. Uh, I was thinking about it and like between the collector's edition, the controller and the plates, I'm spending way too much money on this game, but it is what it is. Um, so for I me, can't like, wait to see that statue behind you because it's oh, going to be bigger. People don't it's gonna realize it's going to be taller than that picture behind him. It, it, it's 19 inches. I bought it thinking it was 10 and then realized it was almost double that. And I'm very excited about it. But yeah, uh, let us know, folks. Um, what are you picking up? Did you get anything? You get. I know so there are people popping off in the Discord that they some of them bought the console, some bought the plates, some bought the controllers. So let us know in the comments. Uh, what did you pick up? And yeah, for me, I, I can't see it either, but I want these plates. Again, I might mount them. I might switch them out. I might, if I ever get another P PlayStation 5, uh, to have my you know measly little 2 instead of the 700 that you have. Um, yes. <laughs> Um, yes, but I, I have a digital and a, a disc, and the plates go. I pre-ordered were discs. So there's nothing I can do now to like, oh, I should have because the yeah. But even look, think about it. Think, think about it this way. Right now, over your head is the Xbox thing. What about right beside it in that corner? Right, behind, like you put it right in front of the energy, like right behind the energy sword, and you have like the plates sitting up there. Or again, move it over. Move the Xbox well, over I, well, and then put got, the plates up got, on the other side. I have Molnir, right? So yeah. I'm thinking. I I actually saw mm -hmm. at the GameStop. Mm -hmm. In my mall, there was a God of War statue. and Ooh. But I'm really looking for, and I know Midas has it, because I can always see it in his background, that Ghost of Tsushima statue. Yes. Yep. I think that's the one I want. I got to try and find it. I would love that. I'll even like move out the Xbox logo with, with the smile on it. it. Just I'll pop it right there beside the Ecto-1. People don't realize. People are always just like, I, I hate Xbox because of this. 
that's like a badge of pride to anybody had an Xbox 360. It's yep. like yeah, his first conversation of like, so how many consoles did you have at Red mm-hmm. Ring? And then go get another one and send it back in the coffin within seconds. Yep. But and also this was sold in the Xbox store, people. In yeah. the store. In the store. So that's what I'm saying. Move that bad boy over, and then you have the two plates right there. Like, think about how cool that would look. My daughter actually wants to put a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem poster there. Look, she knows what's good, man. You, you Listen, now you also have the wall beside you. You have, you have real estate. Well, this wall here? I was actually thinking of maybe putting mm. the Super Mario 3 poster there. Or, I mean, you could put, put it like a picture of me. Last of Us. I don't want to put, put a picture of you. I don't want to get sick every time I walk into my office. No. Well, I mean, you don't want to get excited. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, let's let's move into some notes, folks. Let us know let's in the comments awkward, what you're picking like, up. Jesus, you love this it. Is X-rated version. This is fun. This is, Riley set the bar last week. Our <laughs> first story coming from Insider Gaming, written by Grant Taylor Hill. It'll take around 20 hours to complete Assassin's Creed Mirage. In an interview hosted by YouTuber Julian Chiez, I apologize if I mispronounce your name. Chiez. Chiez. It was revealed by Assassin's Creed Mirage Leaders lead producer Fabian Salomon that it'll take players on average 20 to 24 hours to complete the game. That figure increases to 25 to 30 hours for quote-unquote completionists, which is a clear indicator of the quote-unquote return to form for the franchise. Um, It was long promised that Assassin's Creed Mirage would be a smaller form title and has been considered a throwback to older classic Assassin's Creed games. Dude... We've we've known that it was this was going to be a shorter game. There was you know twelve hours tossed out before we some we heard about twenty, and now finally it seems like this is a number. It's going to be twenty hours long. Tell me, Court, how do you feel? I think this is great. Um, as a huge Assassin's Creed fan, one, um, oh, <laughs> I'm actually more happy that. They have done a phenomenal job in giving information regarding this game. There's mm-hmm. a lot of questions everybody keeps having about it. And then somebody that's making the game just comes out and goes, no, yeah, yeah, here, here's the information you're needing. They did yep. a very good job of doing the walkthrough and showing the different, uh, the skill tree. And the skill tree is not even big. So 20 hours to finish this game, I think that might bring a lot of people back into the franchise to maybe rejuvenate it. Because even myself had franchise fatigue from Valhalla. I did everything. I did all the side quests. I did all the DLC. Just to finish the story, it was 90 hours. Yeah. It was uh, ridiculous. It's too big. It was way too big, man. Like, yeah. I think the, you know, the modern trilogy between uh, Origin, Odyssey, and Valhalla, like, I, I played all of them a little bit. Like, I think I spent the most time with Valhalla. Um, and I enjoyed for I enjoyed it for what it was, but just like that length, dude. Those games are too big, and there's no reason for them to be that big, in my opinion. There's There's no reason for it. I think this is the most excited I've been about an Assassin's Creed in like a decade. A smaller, you know, less of the giant mythical stuff, which normally I love, but I think Assassin's Creed went too far. A like a more, you know, assassiny experience. Grounded. In one city. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I'm really excited about this. This sounds like you know you could rip through it in a week or even a weekend if you really really wanted to. Um, and I think that's great. I think this is a, this is a good way to get back into Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm excited about this. I will say that this is probably my next platinum. Ooh. I will. I usually, uh, one of the things is I usually platinum the Assassin's Creed's. Right. And those are like rare platinums because you get this a lot of effort to platinum mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. Yep. But I did it with uh, Origins and then I was like, ah, oh, well, guess I've started something. And then I did it with Odyssey. Odyssey was probably one of my favorite Assassin's Creed's in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is my favorite. And that's one of the things I'm excited about this. It's going to go back to what I fell in love with Assassin's Creed. Um, yep. We're going to get... I'm not getting my Assassin's Creed 1 remake, but I'm at least getting the back to form. I still want... I'm still of the mind that I would love an Assassin's Creed multiplayer game. Yes, But dude. I'm very excited about this game. 
Dude, I played the crap out of the Assassin's Creed 2 multiplayer. So good, was it not? It was so good. It was so, so good. It was a ton of fun. Like, we, me and a group of friends, like, went into it. So, having that come back in that form, I think, would be really, really cool. And I, You like, could almost do, uh, what's that uh, game, everybody, with the, the, the killer, and you don't know who it is? Everybody loves it. Um, the mobile game. Well, it's not Mickey mobile. Mouse Solutions Castle? No. Anyways, you could do one where one person Among is the us. assassin. Yeah, Among Us. You could mm. have one person the assassin. You don't know who it is, and you got to figure out who it is. Like, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I think, like, we, we don't have a lot of stuff taking that approach to gaming right now, especially in that multiplayer. So it would be cool to see that kind of come back. But there you go, folks. Let us know. Is a Mirage at the length of being 20, 24 hours? Does it do anything for you? Does it not? Are you excited about it? Let us know in the comments below. Our next story, which actually just came out this morning, so it's very timely for us to hop onto this this quickly. PS5 beta rolls out today with new accessibility and audio options, social features, and UI enhancements. This is coming directly from the PlayStation blog written by Hideaki Nishino. Um, so we got some new accessibility features. You can now use a second tr controller for assistance. Um, so in case you need to be able you to- You can turn the beep off, Matt. You can turn the beep off. Yep. There's uh, some more system UI hand uh haptic feedback settings uh dolby atmos i know it's something that a lot of people have been asking for so nice to see it being i'm very excited here. about this now i mm. did some digging and i went okay. into my xbox now you know how on the xbox Dig. you have to get a licensing um there is no username or password so then i went on the dolby atmos webpage as well to like double down on this to double check mm. there is no username or password there's no one answering this question but unless playstation is giving it out for free you will have to pay for the licensing again to have Dolby Atmos in your headphones. I will check this in a moment while we Unless while we it's kind just of... coming through your TV, but I went on my Xbox, I signed in, and I realized when I even went to the email that confirms when you purchase it, it's just like you're just purchasing something from the store. Who so I'm compatible very... Dolby Atmos HDMI devices such as soundbars, TVs, or home theater systems. Yeah, yeah, no, it's the exact same. I'm, I'm, it's the exact same as the uh, the Xbox. So I mm -hmm. have two TVs that have Dolby Atmos. It automatically kicks in. But mm -hmm. I had to pay for the licensing. Now, I if see. you buy um, a Dolby Atmos headset, a lot of them come with them. They okay. come with the licensing tag. Like my Xbox headset came with it. So I got. I didn't have to pay for it. But there is no login. So either, I don't see how they would allow your licensing that you have on Xbox to transfer to your PlayStation. So I'm very curious on how it will be on PlayStation unless PlayStation made a deal with Dolby and says, hey, there is no licensing fee and you automatically get it. I'm very curious to see how it works. Uh, let's see. Media app providers can update their apps on PS5 to support Dolby Atmos. So it doesn't really say. I'm assuming that you're probably right that it, it because it says it has to be Dolby Atmos enabled HDMI devices. So maybe well, if you no, that's have your that TV. device. Like, as long as your TV has it, like my TV here in my office has it. My Xbox, ha my TV downstairs uh, has it, and my TV in my my uh, bedroom has it. But mm -hmm. even when they had it, and I had my Xbox plugged in, it, the Dolby Atmos didn't work unless I paid the licensing I fee. I it see. was like okay. twelve dollars, and you have it forever. But when, when I bought it, I looked at the the email that gets sent to you. It's mm -hmm. just like I bought something in the, the the Microsoft Store. It wasn't like I paid for it through Dolby Atmos. So there was no username or password to be able to sign into my PlayStation to get said licensing is what I'm trying to get I at. I see what you mean. So okay. I have a funny feeling unless, like I said, Sony makes a deal with Dolby, um, you're going to have to pay the licensing fee over again. I will check this. I'll check this momentarily and see if I can find anything very quickly. I love um, you but, can't. But in nothing? No. Dang. 
Um, we're getting a party UI update, a share screen preview. You can join other friends' stuff, the Game Hub tournaments tile, uh, ease of use stuff. You can now finally search for your own games. <laughs> that's that's nice. Um, and there's some other new features and stuff as well, along with support for larger capacity M2, M.2 SSDs. You can now go up to eight terabytes. And of course, as Court mentioned, a mute PS5 beep sound button. Uh, I'm disappointed. I want a make it louder. I want this thing to ring through the entire echoes of my house. I want my neighbors across the street to know that I turned my PS5 on. I want my mom and Miss Saga to know that this thing's on. Uh, but Court, how are we feeling about this beta? I think the Dolby Atmos is, is big for me because that's something I've wanted for a really long time. And one of the things I used to All say... Right. Very quickly, at the risk of sounding like an idiot, what does it mean? What is it? Oh, okay. So Dolby Atmos is something that your TV has it. Oh my God. So your TV has it. Your your new brand new TV, your LG, your, your LG TV has it. So what I'll ask you to do, Matt, is after we're done this show, you're going to turn on your LG TV. You're, it's already enabled. You're going to go into YouTube and you're going to watch the Dolby Atmos test. So what Dolby okay. Atmos is, is surround sound with the speaker only in front of you. So you can actually hear sounds to your left, over your head and behind you. I don't know how it works. It works amazing. Huh. I have it in my basement. I actually put sound sound suppressors behind me. So it traps the sound in. So nice. say like if you're playing a video game and a helicopter goes over top. Meow you would actually hear it go over top. You wouldn't hear the sound. Like when we're playing video games, the speaker's in front of us, the sound is coming at our face. The way mm -hmm. Dolby Atmos works is it's it's a lot like um, if you have uh, AirPods. So AirPods have um, spatial audio. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot like spatial audio. That's what Dolby Atmos is. So you're able okay. to hear, say a um, you're playing a video game and you're walking through and NPCs are talking on the left. You're only going to hear it out of your left head uh, headphone. You're not going to hear uh it out of the right. Interesting. You're actually yeah, going to yeah. hear the conversation. And now if you turn your M your character and the NPCs are now behind you, it's going to sound like the conversation is coming from behind you. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's so it's very cool. Okay, nice. Cool. It's That's awesome. very cool. Yeah, no, I think this is a, a solid uh, a solid beta. We obviously don't have confirmation as when they're going to roll it out entirely. Uh, but obviously, the turning off the PS5 beep is something that a lot of people have been asking for for a long time. Um, the ability to now have even bigger SSDs is cool. I mean, I know a lot of folks will probably get the uh, you know use out of that. Um, I like the party UI update. I like that you're going to be able to invite people to a party without having them like join that group. That was such like an extra step that felt so unneeded with the PS5. So I'm glad that they're kind of ironing that out. Um, and of course, the accessibility options are. I know a lot of people were celebrating using. I the am because I can play with second. my kid. Mm -hmm. So for Spider-Man Two, she really wants to play the game, but she always wants me to do all the boss fights. Mm -hmm. She just likes swinging around. So this way, we'll literally be able to play together, and I can take over when there's action scenes. There you go. And so that, that's awesome. That's such a great way to integrate that. So I'm glad that they're doing it. So I think this is, I think this is a good beta. Uh, I'm well, we obviously we'll keep you posted as we hear more about when it actually rolls out. Um, I'm not sure. Court, are, are you part of the beta program? I can't remember if you, I are, am. If you aren't. So I haven't got my email yet though. So I will have maybe apply again. For some reason okay. I don't get it every single time. So mm. I have to always reapply. So maybe I'll just reapply again. All right. But I want to well, try then. these out. Well, wait for court to try it out and we'll let you know. Our next story is the PlayStation Plus monthly games for August coming to Essential. We got PGA Tour 2K23, Dreams and Deaths Door, all available August 1st, so tomorrow. So if you haven't downloaded July's games yet, this is your last day to do so. Uh, make sure you hop on and do that. Um, yeah, Court, what do you think about the our August Essential games? Dreams is a game that I've always wanted to play, but I never wanted to buy. And they also were, we'll have the, our next story is about a game that's actually coming to Dreams for day and date for when this drops. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to play Death Door is a roguelike that I actually like. So, which is very rare. 
So I will say to everybody, Death's Door is a must-play if you haven't played it. And then PGA 2K23 is the only golf game. So if for sports, this is the only golf game that I play. The EA Sports golf game was absolutely terrible. Uh, Tiger Woods is amazing. This game, if you like sports and you like golf, this game is great. But Dreams will be the first one that I'm going to check out. I'm, I'm going to uh, you know go on some web pages and check out like the top things that people have created and go check those out because I'm very curious because I've never tried it. So it's 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 really interesting. Two K twenty three does PGA doesn't do anything for me. Like I might I'm, I like golf games more often than not. So maybe I'll give it a whirl. Similarly, as Court said, Death Door is awesome. It's it's well worth your time to go check it out. Um, Dreams is a game that uh, I I bought drunk a few years ago uh, when sense. Darren and I were hanging out and drinking and we were like and we had a blast in the few hours that we spent with it. And I never went back. Um, granted, this was early on in in the time of Dreams. Um, but I have heard that like a lot of the community stuff has just gotten better and better and better, but there's a lot of really, really cool stuff there. And of course the PSVR integration is super cool. I can't remember uh, as I quickly Google this, if the PSVR two update no, is, it out is or not. not. Uh, oh, it's no longer even coming to PSVR two. Yeah, no, it's not. It doesn't show okay. up. It was in the store and it, it disappeared. Yeah, it's, it's discontinued, so it's not coming to PSVR 2 anymore. They axed that. Um, so, I mean, the original PSVR support was cool. Um, so, I think this might be... And, like, you know what? Let's bring this next story in right now because it's related to what we're talking to. Because, coming from, once again from the PlayStation blog, uh, Dreams and Trend update arrive on PlayStation Plus on August 1st. It's a big day in the Dreamverse, folks. This is written by Liam Wiseman, who is the online content editor at Media Molecule. Uh, try not to go off the rails with excitement as we reveal that our arcade puzzler trend will be pulling into the station exclusively in Dreams on August 1st. So let's uh, I'll pull up the trailer here as we're trying. It actually but... looks very cool. So this is a, a free update. Um, you know, Media Molecule has been doing this. I think there were like three or four of them that they've basically games that they've created in Dreams for, you know, for people who own it. Um, I, I remember playing, I think, the first one that they, they kind of released alongside the game, and it was very cool. Uh, and this game does look similarly awesome. So I don't know, Corp, maybe this is the time to kind of come back to and check out Dreams again. Well, I think this is the game that is perfect for a service, such yes. as PlayStation Plus. Yep. And I think it was just ahead of its time. I think you would have had way more user bases as everybody in PlayStation Plus had it, so more people are in it. I yep. think the people in the community that are in Dreams love it. I think a lot of us, and probably including myself, I'm going to go in there, spend a couple hours, and probably won't go back because I'm not going to be making anything. No. So I'm, I'm going to be trying out a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. Me, personally, I love Little Big Planet. Um, Sackboy's Big Adventure was fun, but I love Little Big Planet. I want that back. I want to yep. be able to do my platformer and then have people create levels and do platformer stuff in that mm -hmm. with the character Sackboy. I just want that back. So watching all this is just like, oh, just give me another Sackboy game. But like, yeah, little big planet sack boy, little big planet sack boy. Yeah, I think that like this is a it, this is, this game is incredibly impressive as a platform. It's ridiculous just how much you're able to do and how like the the amount of customizability and the amount of like they packed an entire editing suite essentially with an entire audio mixer and everything else into this game, which is just wild it's just not for me in terms of like the creator i've never been the type of person that will go in and make levels in little big planet i'm not that kind of creative so for me i like engaging with the other stuff that pe other people have made can be cool i remember when i was playing it originally the 
search functionality wasn't the greatest. So I'm assuming they've may also made some UI overhauls and stuff since uh, since I played it. Because granted, it was like three or four years ago at this point. Um, so I, I am curious to go back and check this out, Court. Like, and I have heard good things about Media Molecules specific like campaigns that they've essentially built into this. So maybe this is a good opportunity to do this coming to PlayStation Plus tomorrow. And Court, that's not the only thing coming to PlayStation Plus. In the no, month of August. That game. Oh, baby, because we got confirmation that Sea of Stars is available launch day as a PlayStation Plus game catalog title. August 29th, there is a new demo that came out on July 25th. Uh, this is coming from Philippe Dion uh, over on the PlayStation blog. Sabotage was founded with the clear goal of presenting our own definitive editions of the game genres we grew up playing. By combining retro aesthetics and modern design, we shoot for experiences that capture what we love about games of old while leaving behind the elements we might be able to hold them back today. So Sea of Stars, for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, it's been all over Twitter. It's been all over social media. This game looks beautiful. It very much is like your old school RPG in the vein of a Chrono Trigger or in the vein of uh, like even like an Earthbound. Isn't it inspired by Chrono Trigger? Yep, very okay. much so. So it, the game looks incredible, incredible. The animation looks wild. Like this game just looks so, so beautiful. And it's been a game that I've been very, very much looking forward to. We got confirmation at, um, at Microsoft's event that it was coming to Game Pass. And I think this is the first title, brand new title that's hitting both yeah. services on launch. So I want to give a huge shout out to PlayStation for ponying up and doing this because I was going to play it on Game Pass and now I can play it here. Court... It coming to the service, does this do anything for you as somebody who's been engaging a little bit more with RPGs, but not entirely? No, because we have a new rule until you finish a certain game. I don't have to play any games that are not for court anymore. But don't still, know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that because there's lots of questions behind Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. But I think Least this is great Larry. for gamers, to be totally honest, because our community and the carpool community is already going crazy about this because... It's going to be the first game in a while that everybody can jump into right away. Mm -hmm. That yep. is something that a lot of people are looking forward to. I know a lot of people in the PlayStation Drive Discord and a lot of people in the Xbox Drive Discord, they'd all been clamoring about this game. And now everybody's going to get it as long as you have the service. Of course. But you know I how I feel about day and dates on these. I think they're great. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, AAA games, I get it when those don't go day and date. But these AA or indie games... I think it's fantastic to go in this day and date. And I think for this developer who's made this game, I think this is huge because if the game is good, now everybody's going to play their game. So everybody says, so the game's good. Everybody can just go and download it. And then when their next game comes out, boom, everybody's in. Well, let's bring in Brian Eck because he has a question about this. And he asks over in the Discord, with regards to the recent news that the highly anticipated game Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studio will launch on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus, do you think this is a sound move or could they have made more money down the road by selling their games a la carte? Could we see more games launch on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus in the future? As always, would love to hear your thoughts. Court, what do you think? One, we don't know how long it's going to be there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these games, especially the day and day games, don't stay there forever in the services. Two, I think for Sabotage here, is, I, I, I'd have to look into, and maybe you could look it up, how many games they put out. So I, they did they did Messenger, which was ooh, like that was a very good game. incredibly yeah, see, celebrated. I like that game. Exactly. So like they're, they're already coming off of some really, really, you know, celebrated games and games that people really really like um i'm just looking up here actually exactly what it is that they what else they did yeah they did messenger was their first game dude and so now sea of stars i think this is a huge giant advertising because they obviously probably got my guess is here they got their money back and then some from both sides so for them this is paying to make their next game that's what my guess is 
And the fact that everybody's going to be getting it, as long as the game is what they believe to be as good as they think, and the hype is around this game, that I don't see how that doesn't make it their next game release huge and everybody wants to buy it on day and date. I think Brian brings up an interesting point here because I feel like this game was already, I think, very, very much looking, like a lot of people were really looking forward to this game from the RPG community. Um, like this game was one that every time I saw it on Twitter, every time I saw it on social media, people were stoked about it because it look, it animates beautifully. The look of the game is great. And for a lot of people, Chrono Trigger is one of their favorite, if not their favorite game of all time. So for this to be looking to draw very much from that same design aesthetic, from that same this, let alone coming off the developer who crushed it with the messenger. I'm not usually the type of player who enjoys those type of games. And I loved the messenger. So I feel like they were poised for this game to already probably be a pretty big success for them to now double down on both services and you know, and say, you know what, here it is, play it. I think this will only, like you said, court only propel them more. Uh, is sea of stars only a single game adventure? Yes. Drellish sea of stars is a single player, uh, story game. There's nothing else to it. It's like, you know, thankfully, um, it's, it's just a single player RPG and I'll like, I'll like Chrono Trigger. So, I think this is a really smart move. I think this is going to get the game in a lot of people's hands and it's coming to switch and it's coming to steam and stuff too, where obviously you'll have to pay for the game, but I think this game is going to be huge. And I think that PlayStation plus and game pass are only going to help amplify that. Um, they did bring the messenger to game pass and I think it was also on PlayStation plus. So they must have seen proof in the pudding for when this game, for when messenger hit their other, um, to the other services so i i think i think they're i think they know what they're doing they seem like clever folks but this is huge for me as to whether we keep getting for this i hope so dude i really really hope so because game pass has been crushing it especially in the indie space a lot of these smaller cool looking games have hit game pass day and date and it's all it's it's always always awesome we've started to see that more from playstation this year with the likes of chia we saw it last year with stray now with Sea of Stars, so they're starting to do it a little bit more, and I think the past couple months... Well, we saw it a lot in the PlayStation 4 beginning of that PlayStation yeah. 4 era, that every time we got a new game in PlayStation Plus, it was uh, or it was a free indie game. Mm -hmm. And then they got away from it for some reason. Yep. It's almost like they, they prioritized AAA instead of the indie stuff, which is... Which, the AAA stuff is great, don't get me wrong, but indie stuff is, you know, what really helps... But WrestleGun is still one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 4. There you go. So I think this is a great call. I'm very, very excited about this. I cannot wait to get my hands on this game. It is one of my most anticipated games this year, and it just looks awesome. Court, let's keep this train rolling because we have our next story coming from video uh, gameindustry.biz. PlayStation 5 sales surpassed 40 million worldwide. He sent me a different link. It's in Court the Discord. Court sent me a different link in the Discord. It's got a different graphic than I like. It's, I wanted to go over because it shows it's, all the games that it sold. Stop Court, it. Court has a better link. Court has a better link, which I've now found. Good good job, Court. I was testing you. Uh, you did it. <laughs> Proud of you. Uh, PlayStation 5 surpasses 40 million in sales. This is coming from SodaInteractive.com. Uh, thank you to the community for the support and for sharing your favorite games. We launched PlayStation 5 in November 2020, and the world was in a strange and different place that when, when we announced the console in 2019. Despite the unprecedented challenges of COVID, our teams and our partners worked diligently to deliver PS5 on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically go on to say they've reached a milestone of 40 million PS5 consoles sold through to gamers. So this isn't shipped. This is sold through, which is a different number. Uh, which but is on awesome. pace to be behind the PlayStation 4. On pace to be behind PlayStation 4. Yeah. Really? Yeah, on pace right now. And I think that has a lot to do with, um, or is it PlayStation 3? I can't remember. Don't quote me on this. I'll have to find it. Somebody did a, I'll find it. You keep going. I'll find it. 
Yeah, so then we also got a cool graphic. I think this is the one that Court was talking about, about the top PlayStation 5 games as voted by the PlayStation community. Yes. Uh, we've I got an incredible cool. list here. Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, Modern Warfare 2, Call to the Lamb, Dead Space, Death Store, Deep Rock, Galactic, Demon Souls, Disco Elysium, Dick, Doki Doki Literature Club, Elden Ring. So it's tracking slightly behind the PS4. It is. Which is which is a monster, considering the PS4 was a monster. Huge. Uh, go ahead, yes. Court. Yeah, no, I honestly think it only has to do with the pandemic and the Likewise. availability. And the availability. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy 16 obviously on here. Five Nights at Freddy's, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War. A lot of incredible, incredible games here. Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, Sifu, Skater XL. Uh, Court, tell me, what do you think about this milestone? And what do you think about this wonderful list of games? I think, crazy enough, I was actually in shock. Um, I love that Astros is number one because it's still my favorite game on the console. Just like like I said, Resogun was number one on PS4. I think Astros Playroom is highly underrated for a get with your console type game like wow how good of a game that is i saw somebody I, I'm make a joke that i have like i haven't played all of them which i'm shocked of like i don't know what this deep rock game is never played it uh, uh it's it's like a it's like a four-player multiplayer game it hit the it hit playstation plus a few months ago i know a lot of people who really really like it i didn't vibe with it much yeah skater xl i didn't play there's demon souls i didn't play for obvious reasons cult of the lamb is another one i never played because it's just I didn't get into Haiti, so I was like, yeah, forget it. Um, it Takes Two is the one I want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sifu is another one I haven't played. But I love that there's a lot of variety here. Yes. It's not just like, you know, here's all your first-person shooters. Or, I mean, your your first-person story games like PlayStation is. You've got a mm-hmm. lot of different variety here. So there's a lot to choose from. And it shows that there's been a lot of good games that have come out. And a lot of these aren't just on the PlayStation, let's be honest here. Yep. Um, I think that this is a, this is a fantastic list, and obviously hitting this milestone is huge because again, forty million is nothing to scoff at. And I think this this number will only continue to grow as people hop onto this more and more. Um, I think this list is great. I'm surprised Doki Doki is here. I'm surprised Five Nights at Freddy's here. I don't even know what that here. is. I don't. Know what Doki uh, don't Doki play. Is. You don't. You don't want to know. Okay. You don't okay. want to know. Uh, just uh, believe me. I wouldn't even bother recommending this one to you. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this is a great, great list. Very obviously. Very varied in terms of the uh, in terms of the Jeez, games. Worms has been on since the PlayStation One. Worms is awesome, dude. I love Worms. I love Worms. Um, so this is a, this is a fantastic list. Uh, I saw somebody make a joke on Twitter that was basically like, "Well, let's celebrate the fact that um, Astro's Playroom has now sold forty million copies because it comes with the with the with the console." True which, story. True story. It's like why Wii Sports is one of the top selling games of all time is because it yeah. came with the console. Um, you know, bigger and better things to come, no doubt. I'm sure this game, this system will continue to sell like hotcakes, especially as Court buys another 700. And especially because they're available now. Uh, I see them more and more in stores. And then we know we're getting the awesome looking Spider-Man one. Yep. And we've already seen even in our Discord there, some people have got their Final Fantasy 16 consoles now mm-hmm. uh, without the without the uh, the plates. Womp, yep. womp. That's terrible. Womp, womp. That's terrible. So dumb. Um, yeah, I think this is awesome. Um, let's pull over our next story. We got a couple left here before we jump into your wonderful viewers questions. As I pull this up, final fantasy 14 was actually announced coming to Xbox with 4k support and open beta. This is written by Rebecca Valentine over on IGN final fantasy 14 fan fest was this past weekend. Phil Spencer showed up talking about how this, how it's finally coming to Xbox series X and S with faster loading 4k support on Xbox series S. Uh, so open beta. I wanted uh, to have questions for you about this, Matt. So now that we're getting Final Fantasy 14 
So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna add this in because this is the other thing. Um, Dawn Trail. I I left it out purposely because that's a no. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Um, If we're talking about Final Fantasy 14, we're talking about Final Fantasy 14. Uh, Dawn Trail is officially announced as the next major expansion coming next summer. Uh, It caught a really cool looking trailer. Very beach. It seems like the anime beach episode of Final Fantasy 14. Uh, Level cap boost. uh, Multiple new jobs, new dungeons, new enemies. I I court. I'm going to catch up. With this game, by the oh, time really? Dawn Trail comes, I love this okay. game. Oh, okay. I knew Ryan like never no. stopped talking about it, right? Yeah, I love this game. I'm not on the level of Ryan, believe you me. But like, I've completed uh, the first, like, I played the base game and the first two expansions. So I just need to go back and continue with it. I just fell off because of other stuff. I love and adore this game. And from everybody who keeps talking about it being one of their favorite games of all time and having one of the best video game stories, hard stop. I need to keep going with it. It's just obviously, you know, finding time to go back to it. So I cannot, like, I, this is, this is my public proclamation. By the time Dawn Trail hits, I will catch up. I'm going to complete the rest of the expansions because I love this game and I want to. Now, Court, back to you for your questions. My question to you is, as a huge, huge Final Fantasy person, Mm -hmm. does it bother you or do you even care that now it's going to be on Xbox? Not at all, dude. Not at all. Like, like. I'm stoked that more people will be able to jump in and play this game. It's already one of the biggest MMOs in the world. The quality of this game is fantastic. Realm but it also sounds like the future Square Enix releases will be on Xbox as well. Now, Fine. What, how will you change that tune if it, the shoe is now going to be on the other foot and your Final Fantasy games won't be on PlayStation? Listen, I, listen I'm, I would be annoyed. For me, as a person that owns both consoles, I would just go play it there. But obviously, for me, I don't have a problem with exclusivity if that's if it just is what it is. Yeah. It, I bothers me when things get locked just because, especially when it, like you know, Final Fantasy has been a PlayStation franchise for years and years and years, and now to lock that behind Xbox, I think would suck because for me, I enjoy people being able to play these games wherever they want to. Um, Final Fantasy is a massive franchise. I hope Final Fantasy 16 comes to Xbox because it's a fantastic game. And more players getting their hands on these games is never a bad thing. So for me, I'm not at all annoyed. Uh, if Phil Spencer wants to get aggressive and get in there uh, to you know at least hit day and date, I don't know if we'd ever see Square Enix entirely go with Xbox. I'd honestly be surprised if that were to be the case. Um, but you know, parity on just on uh, release dates would not be a massive surprise for me. And I think that would be a good thing. I mean, we saw it with final fantasy 15. I don't see why we would not continue to see it. Like we didn't see it with final fantasy 16, but that we just know that PlayStation paid for it. Um, so for me, final fantasy 14 coming is fantastic. Just more people being able to hop in. There's a massive free trial. This game is just wonderful. So more people being able to check it out. is not at all a bad thing. It's the best final fantasy. Exactly. Exactly. Jolish. It is the best final fantasy on coming to Xbox, it's very good for the game. So, I, I think this is a win. Uh, one last story here, Court, talking about acquisition season. Tencent is, acquire, is to acquire a majority shareholder in Dying Light Studio Techland. This is coming from Tom Ivan over at BGC. The Polish studio says it will retain full ownership of its IPs and creative freedom. Chinese technology giant Tencent is to become the majority shareholder of Dynamite Studio Techland, uh, announced on Monday by Paweł Marczuka, who founded the Polish game studio Techland in 1991. Marczuka, who will remain as the company's CEO, said the studio will retain full ownership of its IPs and creative freedom following the move. We dream of turning Dying Light into the ultimate zombie game experience for players worldwide, providing with the multiple astonishing adventures and pushing the boundaries of solo and online modes to a totally new level. Court, are you a Dying Light person? I didn't. I liked Dying Light 1. Um... But then when Dying Light 2 came out, I, I 
I hate the jump button being the, the bumper. The trigger? It drives me absolutely insane, and they won't let you remap the controller. So then there was a demo for this. I played the demo, and I was like, yeah, I'm just not into it. I was just more curious about Tencent buying up all these studios and what that could mean for the future of gaming. Everybody gets so freaked out if Xbox is doing this and PlayStation is doing that. I think people should be more worried if Tencent buys things. Like, please stay away from my Ubisoft. I will freak out if you touch it. But I was looking at this, and they kind of put out so the same sort of statement that Bungie put out when PlayStation bought them, saying, like, we're still going to be able to do our things. Mm-hmm. I don't see that with Tencent. That's not the way they run their business. Um, Donnie Reese did an amazing breakdown of it on PSVG, which has gotten gave me more information. I didn't even have to research on what Tencent does and how they put their properties and their things in the game. Like he wouldn't be surprised if Tencent had their own streaming service and every Tencent game was locked around it because Tencent is slowly buying up everybody. Yep. Tencent is massive too. It is, it is one of the biggest publishers out here right now. So to be able to get in and buy as much as they have, it is, it is scary. Um, I don't know how much it would affect us on a console landscape, honestly, just because I feel like, the it prob- could though. What if they just decided could. they wanted to buy PlayStation? Theoretically, they could. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's. I, I they have the money for it. Honestly, they I don't own know if- China. They own it. So that yeah. market. If you want to put any game in there, you gotta go through them. A hundred percent. So I'd be curious to see if how it impact the console space. I think you're right. It would probably hit PC. They would probably hit the PC space harder and faster than it would the console space. And the console space would I'm sure follow with you know a little bit down the line. But it's terrifying. It is terrifying how much they're buying up. Techland is talking about them retaining creative control. So we'll see how that happens and how that works out. We've seen those statements so many times. So I'm funny. curious. I'm curious to see how it's going to play out because I feel like Techland, I think Techland's a good studio. Yep. Uh, I liked, Dying Light 2 was all right. I didn't click with the first one. I finished the second one. Um, and I thought despite being, I had some cool ideas. Technically, it was a mess. I had so many grain, like, breaking bugs so many crashes it was it did not run well when i played it so for if this means that they're going to have more money and more time to be able to develop their games better then i think i'm curious to see how it plays out i just don't think that regardless of what it does for the short term the long term is what's was what's worrying a new launcher court i think you're spot on i think that's that's going to be a lock a subscription service possibly a hundred percent like there's there's a lot that they're going to possibly do and I'm just a little bit nervous for the future of the industry because it's going to see what happens. And Josh makes a good point. Creative control is not financial control. Finance eats creative any day. So I, I 100% agree, Josh. So I, I'm, I'm nervous about this. I'm curious to see how this is going to continue to shake out. Because so far, I mean, let me very quickly hear. Uh, 10 cent. Mind you, Bungie game. was a little different. Like Bungie's the reason we supposedly don't have a Last of Us Factions right now. Right, but I mean, if they if they walk in and say this game this game isn't what it should be, that's yep. that's interesting, right? Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up a quick list to see what they're. They have Supercell. Um, that's that's kind of a that's a major one, <laughs> actually. Riot Games. Riot uh, Games is huge. Riot Games is huge. So they they have some they have some stuff underneath their belt. So I mean, and they own twenty percent of Ubisoft. Yep. And there was all, a lot of acquisition rumors around that too. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But this is something that I think is worrying. It's something that we're definitely have to keep our eye on moving forward. Um, without further ado, dude, we have a bunch of community questions. If you want your question read on the show, make sure you interact with the Twitter post that go, oh, the X 
post that or goes the Discord. Live. We get majority the of Discord. our questions for the Discord. X. Join our Discord. X. I promise you, you can you can meet all the rest of the beavers. And you can come hang out with X. Uh, yeah, no, come to the Discord. It's a, it's a much better place. We totally do not have inappropriate conversations and dumb stuff that goes on there each and every time. Um, the Discord is wonderful. Come hang. Uh, but without further ado, Jaden Rhodes asks a question that says, Hello, Court and Matt. Question for the podcast. What do you think of a PlayStation Plus quote-unquote community picks option for extra and premium subscribers? If you had the chance to vote on a set of games, what games would you want to see? Which, what games would you choose for the next PlayStation Plus lineup? So interestingly enough, they did this for a, like, for a minute. They had a couple months a few years ago where they did like a community choice thing where everybody voted and then that game was free. I think, it, I think they did it twice. Or three times, and they never did it again. Um, I think this would be a really cool idea, but I think it gets a lot more complicated when it comes to licensing and being and how much money they're spending on this stuff. I I think it's just a lot on the back end. If they were talking about PlayStation IP, I think what could work is that they're like, choose the next premium game. Do you want Twisted Metal? Do you want Tonka? Do you want Tarzan or whatever? Right. And if they have that in their in their backlog already, and they can focus on that pulling it forward, I think that could work. I just think. From a financial side and from a legal side, it gets very, very twisted if they try to do and this. And a logistic on, side. I, exactly. I don't, it, it takes a lot to fl- just to flip that switch and get the contracts down. It'd be a lot. Now, what if the other developer thinks they're going to get money from PlayStation? Now you exactly. Because they, there's a lot to it that I think gets a little too messy. And PlayStation also doesn't want to give people a big heads up of when this game's coming out. And it'd probably be easier if it was a couple months in advance when they're voting. I think mm-hmm. what you've said about for the PlayStation Extra or Premium giving one of the PlayStation classic games and voting which one comes next. I think that's a lot better of an idea. Yeah. I think that could work and it's less on them in terms of logistics yes. and licensing. Um, but and I do it's not I like, do... Oh, here's what's going to happen. This is the one you guys all wanted. Yeah. And eventually you get it. It's like making it to the hall of fame in some sort of sport. Eventually exactly. You get in. You'll, you'll, you'll get the rest of them eventually, but here's yeah. the next one that you'll get. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a cool idea, Jaden. I think it's yes, a great idea. I, I think it's a great idea. I, I community, uh, community input is, is what it's we're the ones who buy the darn thing exactly we're the ones that do the whole thing nagachaka asks have either of you watched the twisted metal tv series the tv the trailers didn't sell me on the show but it's gotten high price now that it's out for people to watch is sony on a hot streak with their video game ips as tv shows and movies court have you watched it yet i have not but everybody is telling me today how good it is so i do have paramount plus so i'm excited to watch it as soon as we get it for here in canada it's paramount plus and i believe it's peacock network in the united states i believe i think but so. for here it's peacock plus i mean no nope. jesus paramount plus jesus yep. yeah i did it the first time jesus mm. i'm peacocking um <laughs> so i'm excited to check it out i'm right with you matt like and nagachaka the trailer was like eh. it, it didn't bring me in but supposedly everybody's saying that it's very good the reviews are coming out great for it so yep. it's making me want to check it out with regards to the hot streak I think a lot of people were lukewarm on Uncharted. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. I thought it was entertaining. Was it Uncharted? I didn't think it was. I just thought Mark Wahlberg was being Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland was being Spider-Man without a, a suit on. But that's just my opinion. I agree. I think, I mean, coming off of The Last of Us, the which obviously resonated huge and people absolutely loved. Uh, I didn't like Uncharted. I thought it was eh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, surprisingly enough, Nagachaka entirely in the same lane as you. The trailers did nothing for me. And now with people saying that the series is great, I, I will check it out. I'll watch at least a couple episodes by the time we record next week. So I'll have more thoughts and feelings about it next week because yeah, I wasn't planning on watching it, but the reviews say well, it's that it's not out yet. When does it drop on Paramount Plus? I thought it's out already. No, it's not. No. So people have review copies. Yeah. See, I thought the same. 
Um, Here, let me check. People have review copies. Hold on. Twisted I'll, Metal I'll get, Show. I'll get, you keep talking. First episode date was July 27th. So a few days ago. It's out. Why do I not get it on Paramount Plus? Interesting. Hold on. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to watch it's it. It's not showing up. Uh, it's 10 episodes i think the first two are out now so yeah i'll definitely catch up by next week because I'm, I'm curious to see it uh because yeah the, those trailers did nothing for me i like anthony mackie though um will Same. arnett as sweet tooth i think is a really is it a really inspired choice for the voice um so i'm, I'm, I'm curious to check it out let's Come hop on, into Paramount. our next hop into our next question from fulia saying i'm seeing a lot more anime and manga series being turned into video games like dragon ball z naruto fairy tale sword art online etc for matt hey is there an anime or manga series you'd love to see be given the game treatment if so what style of game would you want it to be and she has a two part she has the next part for court i'll hop in while while you're doing an answer to this first one uh yes a hundred percent i think a i want a gintama game that isn't just i think a, the, the massive problem that we get yeah, i don't even a lot know of, what you're talking about yeah, the massive problem with a lot of um, anime slash manga turned into video games is that it's one type of game. Uh, it's it's you know it's your arena brawlers and or you know your oh my god I'm like your musos. It's like that's pretty much the only two types you get. We're starting to see more creativity in the space. It's not there. Weird. Are you sure it's there for? Are you sure it's there in Canada? Yeah, hundred percent. Keep going. Uh, yeah, we get we basically they basically get pigeonholed into a specific type of game. Uh, One Piece Odyssey started to break out of that. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot started to break out of that. So I want a Gintama game developed by RGG Studios, the the developers who did Like a Dragon and Yakuza. I Like a Dragon Gaiden is essentially no, not Gaiden. Ishin is essentially already that. Court premieres on August tenth in Canada. In Canada. Oh well, there you so go. So everybody's got review copies right now. Yeah, there you go. Um. Yeah, so I think there's there's a lot of opportunity here to make some really cool games. One Piece Odyssey was it was awesome. I played it a chunk of it and really really liked it. I want a Gintama game with RGG handling it. I think they can perfectly balance the the duality of the seriousness and with the lighthearted comedy and the side stuff. Uh, I think a My Hero Academia game that's essentially you know a what Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was is way overdue. Let us play through the first few arcs uh, as Deku as some of the other characters. Let us go run in and around in an open world game. Um, and I think there's just an, a lot of opportunity there to do some really, really cool stuff. Uh, I just don't want any more arena brawlers. I don't want any more arena brawlers. We, yeah, they're, me they're, too. they're done. They're done to death. Yeah. Um, so I think I, and I would also like love a Haikyuu game. I don't really know. Me Haikyuu. too. Yeah. Like doing what essentially Supergiant did with, um, what was that game court? I don't know, man. I stopped listening when you talked about anime. Supergiant did. It was like a team sport, uh, game. I'm the blanking. Volleyball game? Uh, Pyre. Pyre. Do what, uh, what what Supergiant did with Pyre uh, with Haikyuu, and I think that'd be really, really awesome. Death Note as a game, yes, Drellish. I'd want to see it as a VN, though. I think Death Note would work very, very well as a visual novel. But Court, Fulia has a question for you, too. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What right. book series or TV show would you like to be see be given the game treatment, and what style would it be? See, originally I read it, I thought it was which video game would I want, and I... My answer would be Bioshock, but before the game started. No. Nope. What book series or TV show given the video game treatment? Bingo Bongo. Well, to be totally honest, as a huge Batman fan, there are so many stories in the Batman world in the comic book series that haven't been brought to the video game. I would like other stories and more darker. Um, even darker, believe it or not, than Arkham Asylum. I think it could even get, you know, almost like a rated R Batman game to be brought out into video games to be totally honest that's what i would love right. i would love like a long halloween but like don't 
skip on the uh, the stuff and bring it all out and put it. Bring in it all game. out. Just throw it down. So would it be like an action? Would it still be like an action game? No, would I want style- detective. I want detective. Okay. I want more of a detective Batman. There are actions, but like major situations are just cutscenes. But not. I don't want it to just be like you know choose your own adventure. I want it to be like you're doing things that you can be fighting, but like say a character dies. Mm-hmm. that is a cutscene. Like you're doing the action and then it goes into the cutscene, so you can see it more and live it more. Do you see it as like, depending on your, can you get a case wrong? Could people live or die depending on your choices? Is this almost like, yeah, I think it would telltale esque. Like, no, see, I don't want to telltale. I think it would be more of like, it's still, you're on a linear path. You've got to figure out the clues to get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to figure out the clues to get to where you go. A lot like the, the Batman, the movie, he technically was the most detective Batman movie we've had. Out yeah, of the he was movies? just dumb as bricks. What? Yeah, he was just dumb as bricks. Uh, I thought Patterson did a great job. but he, I think he did fine. I thought the writing. Anyways. Matthew, <laughs> Jesus. It's, that's an early Batman, but I want more of a, like, hey, there's actual clues you got to get. I heard Batman Arkham VR was more of a detective game than any other Batman. You were actually getting clues and going out. Yeah. They, they tried it. They tried it a lot in Batman games where they do the analyzing and such, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, I want you to go into a room and there's stuff all over the place and certain clues won't get you there. And if you don't figure out the right clues, you can't progress in the story. Would it, would you, could you mess up? That's Yeah, I mean. you could die. Like nice. Batman could die. Because Batman's not Superman. He could die. So like yeah. the mess up in the story, if you don't get everything right, Batman could get himself in a trap and die. Some character could kill him. I'm in it. I, I think that'd be dope. I think it'd be a really cool way to do Batman in a way that we haven't seen before. Um, all right. Drellish asks, Court, Question for the show. What favorite sports video game needs an anime? What is a sports video game that you want to see turn into an anime? So, Matt, explain to me anime a little bit more. Is there any anime that... So, Invincible Court? is anime, right? No. Okay. Invincible is animation. That's just... Anime, Court, there's an anime for everybody. If you would give it an opportunity, there genuinely there is. is one for everybody. There's, whoop, there's what? like... Jesus, what's the bells there? Yeah, I just kind of smacked uh, my table a little bit. Um... There's there's literally anime for everyone. It, there's ones that are focused on relationships, ones focused on cooking, ones focused on sports, ones focused on your big action bonanzas. There are Batman anime, like legit Batman anime. So there's a lot here that you could see. But is there like a sports game that you or that you'd want to see turn into an anime? Think big, think bombastic. They're like one of the best. Well, I was just I just gonna pick hockey. Like I, it's just it's the only sport like I really care about. And I know you could make it very violent. Like, think about it. You could be cross-checking someone and take their head off and, like, blood goes everywhere. That's anime, right? No, no, no. You don't have to go that far. It can be, like, grounded hockey, like real hockey. That would just be, like, beautifully animated. I don't know enough about anime to honestly answer this. Even your description is just, like, I got nothing. It's just another medium, dude. Just like you would watch a cartoon. Mortal hockey combat, yeah. Yeah. Just like you'd watch a cartoon. There's just different types of it. There's cartoons for adults. There's cartoons for, for there's like Bojack Horseman, which is a cart or an invincible, which but are that's cartoons anime? for adults. No, that's just animation. But just take all of that. And anime is essentially made in Japan more, most often than not. And it's animated in different ways. There's like whole different things. There's Star Wars. Anime. Yeah. Hockey for sure. Because like, you know, most of the hockey guys are, I know anime likes like nice looking people. Hockey. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Astrobot, Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, yes I'm not watching yes. any of it. I will play Bioshock if you watch an anime. No, that's not what's happening. You're playing Bioshock. We already know this. Continue to the comments. Uh, Riley Little, the Riley Little asks, is Riley the best guest you've ever had? He'd be up there. Honestly, he's right up there. He was was pretty hilarious. Him and Steve McVarry, 
You know, mind you, when Nagachaka and Jarlis took over, and they may not have been guests, but they, you know, pirate radioed this, this, yep. this little show we have. That's probably the highlight. And Midas, dude. Midas is consistently Midas amazing. Midas is amazing. I know. But I've told you this. Every time I'm not here, you have Midas on, and I can never be on the show with him. I'm like Pokeroo, which you don't even get that reference, but still. Like the children's show? Yeah. The Pokeroo never understand. in the same place. So, like, me and Midas are the same person, obviously, because we can't be on the same show. Right. Yeah. That works. <laughs> Savoy Prime at Savoy underscore Prime says, why does Matt not want to play great games like Bioshock and Bioshock 2? And similarly, Ash underscore Trobot at Flash Trobot says, when is Matt going to play Bioshock? Why hasn't Matt played Bioshock? Thank you, everyone. Court, what's Bioshock? Can you please stop? <laughs> <laughs> it is, to me, one of the Listen. best games I have ever played and probably the most influential game of the 360 era. Listen. I played Infinite, and I liked it. I tried to play one oh way God. back it's in the like day. Bioshock has such a good story. I don't doubt it. I know there's a large father. I know that there's nope, little girls that run around. Please stop. I know it's like Atlantis. Um, <laughs> so for me... Chocobos for dinner. Oh, please do. They do it in the game. Um, so for me, like, Jesus. there is... I don't, I don't have a good reason for it. I don't have a good reason why I've never played them. Uh, I've just... For me, anything that's more horror-slanted is not anything that i usually at it least that's the vibe scary. that's it i know but that's about yeah there's that, probably one scary part i just I, I need to i know i know i know i know i know my question is court if i go back and play it now is it old game is old i think you're not going to be impressed with the ending because i wasn't at the beginning uh i still am not that's that's my hot take on that game the ending of bioshock one is absolutely terrible i think what you will be impressed with you the the gameplay will probably hold up i don't think the um story progression and where it takes you will hold up it will feel old game is old but i think the story itself will be enough for you to continue playing the the little recorders that you find and the the, the lore of this game will make you want to know more you'll probably come out across the same way i did where i was like i just want to know more like you, it's mm -hmm. not a long game so you can just zip through it maybe maybe is it on game pass yeah, I think it's on Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. Let me see. Let me see. I'll check it out. Maybe I'll play it. Maybe I'll play it, Court, for you. Um, maybe. 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 Got to be the one that saves me. Our final, final question coming from Steve Bigbari at Bigbari. Hi, PlayStation Drive. Long time, first time. Two-part question. What are the economic realities as to why Sony hasn't released more licensed covers and controllers? Is it supply, demand, other incentives? Part one, Court, what do you think? As someone that works in the plastic industry, I think it was supply. I think they don't have that issue anymore, and I'm actually surprised because that issue hasn't been as, as big as a factor. I would say in the last five months, five to six months. So I think we might be getting more. I think showing us that the Spider-Man one was very scarce means that they were planning this a while ago, and they just were able to make as many as they can. I do think we will get them more in the future. I think there is a market for it. Um, if the Spider-Man pre-orders were anything, that was the one thing that sold out everywhere. As soon as yep. the, the plates went up, everybody wanted them. Yep. I, For me, I think the plates could be their... Um, uh, Xbox does the, the custom controls. I think it could be their own thing. If we could start customizing plates, people don't realize you're not going to be able to put your own face on these things. I'm mm -hmm. talking about customized colors and, and mess around with that. It may be playstation ips can be put on it right that kind of thing um but i think there is a market for it and people do want them 
I agree. I don't think it's by accident, honestly. Um, I think they're very much doing this on purpose, like almost like the Nintendo method of like, you know, if, if you know that it's going to sell out quickly, if that's all that we ever hear is how fast they go, people will be going and buying them right away. It's, it's the Nintendo method of, of like a, almost like a toy company. They want you to be fighting for these things. I think, again, it's a piece of plastic. How, how like, well, no, now, there was there. At, like, I yes, yes. Before I, there was a yeah. huge supply issue. Huge. Before, yes. I don't think we're living in that same world now, especially given, you know, I can't imagine it's that, like, I, I'd imagine it's more difficult to make a controller than it is a plate. You know what I mean? And the controllers were much more readily available. The way they form the plastic for these plates, it's a lot difficult because they're going to have to, the way the extruding molds are going to, wow, I'm getting way too technical here, but the way to do the extruding molds to do even the, like, the, the hooks on the back, that's a lot harder than, believe it or not, to make that controller shell but wouldn't you theoretically be able to run these things like in in like create them in the same way you run them based on what your what your your sales are and the 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 bead so plastic is a bead but you actually have to do a mold and for the extruder to do these these plates if it was the plate didn't have those hooks on them it'd be a lot easier to make but aren't they already making the plates for just a normal playstation they're they're probably already using so these machines that make things, so it, they're very expensive. So they probably have a custom machine that they mm-hmm. paid to make I'm way sure. advanced. And these machines take, I'm talking two to three years just to make. So they had this machine made way in advance just to mm-hmm. make these plates for the PlayStation 5. They will have to, they were probably just not wanting to take anything off the line. Because what they would probably do is whatever machine was making this, they would just change the the mold and they would do different colored plates that were coming across and then they yeah. would start doing playstation 5 plates again so they would have to stop production on playstation 5s to make plates and i would think that they make more money off selling consoles than they do plates interesting so you think again it's it's a choice i think it's a choice and i also think that it's design lab is what the the name i was looking for if yep. they picked as the progression of selling consoles went changed and if they brought out a new console in the future or so on and so forth they could have a machine be that one machine mm-hmm. that could be like, hey, you're doing design labs. I just don't know the, the costing. I think for the controllers, they probably had the same machines that they made the PS4 controller and everything. They could just adapt to make that that shell, that mold. Right. But to make that mold and shell for the the plates, as someone that's in the industry, it's a lot harder than everybody thinks. And they would have to stop making consoles just to make these plates. Josh, this is a fantastic comment. Uh, yes, everybody, please send quartz, uh, quart milk jugs. Everybody, just send quart milk jugs. Um, I can't promise you'll ever get anything okay. back. How about but this? Just- I'm going to go so far into this. That's a totally different plastic. The plates, the the plastic that makes these plates is a um, is a harder plastic. It's it's more of a uh, a, a polypropylene or versus the polystyrene that which makes see. This is, I literally, for a living, sell plastic. See, okay, so what I need everybody to do is go to your closest grocery store, take, like, an X-Acto knife, and go and start slashing all of the milk jugs. Whichever one doesn't Those slash on the first slash. No, they're pointless. No, no, no. They're pointless. They're, no, no, no. You can find the thickest ones, Court. There are differences in thicknesses. Not, you can't, and then you just send mm-hmm. all of those to Court. Send Court all of the milk jugs, please. This is a call to action. And Steve's second part of his question, jumping off from that, does Matt's house still smell like skunk? Not anymore. I got it out of the house. I literally spent like four hours cleaning on Friday, got it out. The bathroom still stinks a little bit and I can't figure out where it's coming from. But I've also read that every time that you use like water, especially the on my dog. The bathroom still stinks and you can't figure out where it's coming from. Stop I think, farting. Well, it's not me. I'm not the skunk. Well, you never know. Right? 
be um, like, hey, what's that smell in the bathroom? Maybe you didn't flush the toilet. I don't know. Listen, everybody knows you should save them for a few days. You let it build up and then you oh flush. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think I was reading this thing that apparently even like when I wash my dog for the next few months, every time I wash her, it like reactivates the smell a bit that's got stuck to her. So I'm thinking that when we're using the shower, something kicks up again, even though I doused the entire tub. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, it's much so better now. So you smell a bit right now? So like what you're telling me is you kind of smell rank right now. You got like not a anymore, rank not smell. Not like not Matt walks so into normal. a room right now and people are like, wow, you stink. All right. Well, fine. This is just whatever. Uh, without further ado, that brings us to the end of the show, my friend. Uh, if people want to see, hear more, see and hear more from you, Court, where could they do so? You can find me on Twitter at Court Lone. Uh, what? Can... Sorry? I'm not changing the name. As someone that knows the what? Skydome is still called the Skydome to me, you can find me on Twitter at Court Lone. Or you can find me on Threads at Court Lone. Or you can find me at Carpool Gaming. Or you can find me every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube for Three Dads in a Console. Yes, please go check out Court and all the wonderful places you can find me on X at Matt underscore Silver Soul. And of course, each and every week here on the PlayStation Drive. But before we go, we have to obviously thank our wonderful, wonderful patrons, including our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller. Catch Robbie Bobby Miller at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller. Tony Baker, who you can find at youtube.com slash quest for pixels. Jonathan Brown, who you can hit up over at his link tree at pme.jib. And of course, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, who you can find over at phoenixoverdrive.com. And of course, the homie Trucker Sloth. Platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern. And our wonderful gold members, Adam K, Anna, Awesome Dave1337, Bowza, Cecily Sorosa, Dano, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Hopple, John32, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Shy Guy, and Tim Alf. A massive thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. We could not do this without you. We appreciate you all very, very much. And we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Look, I did a mat. You did me.